Hi guys, welcome to this episode of Startup Couches. If you are joining us for the first time, welcome. Make sure you're comfortable on the couch and subscribe. And if you would like to join the founder conversation we have on Twitter at Startup Couches. On the couch today, I have Eric. Eric is the Chief Operations Officer of Raz. Welcome to the couch, Eric. Uh, thank you for hosting me. Uh, it's a pleasure to uh, uh, to be on this podcast. Yeah. Um, is I'm really excited to have you here. Um, mm. How's your day going so far? Um, right now I'm in LA, so it's just early morning. It's, it's uh, 9.30 in the morning. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, the day has just started for me. So looking forward to at least uh, push out a couple of emails, do uh, some of uh, to talk to the team, and you know, yeah, basically as a Friday to wind down, wind down the work. Okay, that's yeah. great. Mm. Um, so jumping right into the conversation, what is mm-hmm. Razi and how does it work? So um, Razi is. Uh, is a market intelligence platform uh, or of which uh, consumer good companies. It helps consumer good companies um, access on-ground data from developing markets. So developing markets are like uh, 3.5 billion people. That is like a $6 trillion economy. And all these multinational companies or FMCG companies, they want to tap into this market. They want their, their main goal is to have uh, successful operations on ground. For that to happen, they need to know who's buying what. Um, they need to know where is their, where, where are the products sold? Um, at what price are they being sold at? They want to know why do people buy their products? at what frequency and when they're out of stock they will need to know uh, how long does it take for their products to be restocked they want to know if i'm entering a market you know which which retailer should i use which distributors should i use and all that yeah well well as this information is very important uh and 90 95 percent of it is offline you can't find it anywhere online you can't yeah. find consumer data uh on online anywhere so, which is like um, a very big challenge for uh, these FMCG markets to to like uh, compete in these uh, developing markets. So now this is where Razi comes in. Uh, Razi, um, we do provide data for these uh, companies, and it helps them now to uh, tailor their product offerings to the market. So they're able to know what kind of flavors do does the West African people prefer versus the East African people versus the Southern African people? They're able to know um, what kind of pricing are people uh, willing to accept, uh, what kind of packaging sells more and all that. So all this consumer information, they're able to know that. And uh, this way, they're able to drive their sales. So they're able markets are they in which markets are they missing out on in terms of for example like um, coca-cola is able to know this is where pepsi is being sold at 
if I'm if I'm not there, meaning I should I should be there. You know, these are the people who are selling beverages. So whoever is selling beverages, at least I should tell them, hey, can you list my products here or there? Yeah, that is more like the summary bit of it. Oh wow, that's yeah. amazing. So basically, providing fresh on-ground data from exactly. markets across Africa for yes. these um, fast-moving consumer goods to the companies right to be able to make decisions better decisions on the distribution mm. marketing and how to go about production yes exactly um uh, this application does not only apply to just uh fmcg markets uh or fmcg companies um because we've worked with financial uh with with financial companies this includes banks investment funds we've worked with um companies that are into utilities uh, companies that are into health so basically um, anyone that is looking for on-ground data on so that to enable them to make effective decisions and also in the long run to drive sales uh, and even we've worked with NGOs where uh, they're able to get accountability of the funds that they've sent to the African governments because they're able to tap into the the target beneficiaries rather than before where you know you send the funds and you hope to god that you know the funds are being utilized yeah but right now uh ngos are able to you know tap into the target beneficiaries get to understand uh the exact problem that they're trying to solve the exact milestones and all that and exact how how the all the funds that are being spent you know uh how much impact have they had onto yeah. those people yes yeah that's actually quite interesting i'm uh, very curious how do you uh, price this product how do you price this um um on ground market data product so um our pricing depends on uh, uh we price per data point so for example an, F- an fmcg company will price you per retail store that you want you want you want us to collect data from either how we collect this data is um, we utilize a network of data collectors that we call mappers so these are like uh, we tap into the youth uh, mainly we use uh, university graduates people who don't have jobs you know you've gone to school you don't have a job and so we provide with you like a gig work more like we are creating a gig economy so these guys um, so how it normally works is uh, a company like Coca-Cola reaches out and is like, um, I need, I want visibility on all on all retail outlets that are selling my products in Kenya. So then this uh, is fed into our database. Then the database automatically pushes out notifications to all our mappers or these data collectors. Uh, then these guys receive a notification on on uh, on their phones using the our mobile app. Uh, when they receive the notification, you're like you know you're sitting at home. You see a notification, hey, can you go around your community, go to the shop A B C D, and then you um uh, you ask or just to see is Coca-Cola available? Is this available? so when you reach the shop, uh, our uh, our the app automatically knows if you are at the shop or not. So if you reach the shop, the the form opens up, and then you, you just fill in the data. What you see, it's called available. 
it's available, what's the price, if it's available and all that. You fill in all that information and then you submit that information. Then you are paid when that information is validated, uh, if, if, uh, if it's, it's true or false. So we have a lot of validation mechanisms uh, that, that, that our database uses to validate that information. So after the information is validated, the data collector is paid instantly. Yeah. So now the, the client pays per data, data point, per retail outlet. That is for FMCG companies. For, let's say, for a utility companies, could be like they want to look at uh, what are the energy sources around the communities or the energy sectors around the communities. So every data point, it could be a house, it could be a school, it could be a building, an office space, it could be anything basically. As long as it's, it's, it's that's where you are collecting data from, yeah, that's how we charge per per data point. Okay, okay, yeah. I think that makes a lot of sense. So, um, what markets does Razi currently um, um, collect data from? Is it just Kenya? Are you as in like Nigeria or South Africa? So yeah, um, we started with we started with Mauritius. So then we grew out to South Africa, Kenya, Uganda, Tanzania. Then now we expanded to Zimbabwe. Uh, so we've, we've expanded rapidly. So right now we're in 40 African countries. So the oh, entire okay. Sub-Saharan Africa, we're covering that. And now we are expanding to India. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. That is actually pretty really exciting so yeah. when did Razi start what is the founding story and could you tell us what the growth is so far because mm-hmm. i know one of the growth points is being able to expand into 40 markets and mm-hmm. now into expanding to Ghana, into uh, india mm. so yeah actually it was an interesting journey um so before Razi, i was working as an independent consultant for multinational companies that wanted to expand into into um, Africa. So um, these companies, so I worked with a company that wanted to launch a product across the West African market. So my yeah. job was to find out what what are the tests for what are the tests in when it comes to West African uh, people. What prices are they willing to pay for that particular product? Which are the which are the existing competitor products or or complementary products? what our packages are selling on the market and all that. So for me to get this data, I couldn't find it anywhere online. So I had to go to each and every country, hire a team, move around the entire country just to do like this market research or this, to collect this kind of data, which took me uh, over eight months just to collect all this kind of data and was not uh it was it was very tiring so i'm like there should be a better way to like uh, collect this data because not only did i do it for this company plus also other companies another company i worked with was wanted to expand into the east african market and, and it was still the same routine so having done this over like six times i was like you know what we need we, we need we need a better solution rather than just you know going around spending months just on on one phase of the project, which is just to get actionable insights. Um, 
the other thing I used to do was to hire companies like Nielsen. So for big big companies or big multinational companies that want to expand to Africa. So the alternative before us it was Nielsen. So and Nielsen what it does, you know, it comes to let's say Nigeria, talks to five or six people in let's say Lagos, Nigeria. They talk to 10 people, have like a sit down talk to them, ask them a few questions and then they write a report. This is what the people in Lagos think. So it's like five people that representing over over five six million people. Oh wow! Yeah. So which is not. People. Yeah. So this is what market 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 reports do. They they extrapolate. So you come into the market using insights from the market reports, which is have been ex- extrapolated. I've talked to a hundred or a couple of a hundred people, thinking this is the actual market, which wasn't actually. So you end up spending a lot of money uh, changing your product because you thought, oh, this is what the this is what the report say, and you reach on the ground, it's you know, it's out of reality. So yeah, this is where now we're like uh, Razi came in. Uh, we decided to start with Razi, with uh, me and my co-founder. So my co-founder was also an independent consultant. Um, Yeah, he was also doing uh, this, the same work, uh, working with multinational companies, helping them expand into Africa. So we we met up in Mauritius, and we found that, you know, as we're talking, it was it was a pain point for both of us. So we're like, let's start up something. So yeah, we came up with Razi uh, through so many phases of try and error. We finally found which is the the most accurate way and fastest way of providing companies with data. So you find that before the company used to take around uh, four to three months just to collect data, let's say in Lagos, Nigeria. Right now, that same company gets all that data in just one day. So which is, you know, we try to capture down the time, the resources and everything. To provide the companies with all this data, yeah, that is actually really incredible. Being mm. able to close out um, data collection time, data harvesting time to mm. the most minimal possible, right? Yes. In RAS, I feel like a lot of multinationals, a lot of NGOs um, mm. should be using a product like RASI because mm. it really hits into the needs that they are looking to feel they're looking to meet um mm. what is the plan for razi in in this year 2022 um i know that um aside expansion into india like how is that going plan expanding into india going so far so yeah um our plan right now we are rolling out a product that um we're developing and rolling out a product that will give more like of predictive analytics and insights. Mm. Uh, because we have this humongous database on who's buying what, who's selling what, where things being sold and all that. We have all this database. So we want to now start producing predictive analytics for, for like clients. You come into a market and you're like, okay, If I do this, if I approach this market with this kind of with this kind of distributor, with this kind of marketing strategy, so our database is able to know it because we're, because it is able to learn. 
like okay if company abcd this is a distributor they're using this is how they're marketing this is how the market is responding so then when you use now our 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 platform it's able to tell you this this is how much revenue you're more likely to make this is how much uh cost that you're more likely to incur and all that so we look at all these different drivers of sales so um Razi goes beyond just telling you the sales because most of the times when the managers look at okay i am selling i'm, I'm making let's say 40 million dollars from just nigeria but we're able to tell you why are you making 40 million dollars how can how you can actually get get to 80 or 100 million us dollars um we were were able to, to like give you all this information because we look at the market analytics and the market insights we're able to tap into the consumers on what they want and what they prefer so we want to roll out that 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 uh uh data portal that is so enriched with insights and uh, predictive analytics okay for like clients yeah 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 that makes sense i think that's actually the the next move forward um mm. i wanted to know how how it has been you know managing a a really diverse group of mappers across mm. africa how has it been and like what is the what is the would i say what is the um what is the community strength of the mappers today like how many mappers do you have in in the african markets and how much is that growing month to month mm. I think I think the biggest uh value proposition we have as Razi are the people that I work with my team. These are I would call them geniuses. Uh these are guys that um solve complex problems. Uh because each and every client has a specific need and a special need. Uh, my team is able to figure out okay this is how we can use our network of mappers this is how we can approach this because the client has a is a very specific problem that could be complex but then the mapper cannot cannot really synthesize that problem so my team is able to synthesize that problem to break it down to simplicity so that when the mapper goes out to to like collect the data it is very very simple and seamless so my team is really I, i would say that really genius people that i'm working with um that has been able to push us uh, this far these guys have developed the, the system that we're using um yeah uh i think i've forgotten the from- yeah and the strength of the mapper community so yeah so the strength of the mapper community is that we are having we use local people so we don't we do not take let's say a kenyan mapper to nigeria to map because the nigerian a nigerian would know let's say if a person has grown up in lagos nigeria they know exactly how the market moves they know exactly where to find what shop they know exactly what you know the people in the community buy and all that so we reach out to these local people and that diversity has actually played more of an advantage than a disadvantage to the team mm. yeah 
that's amazing that's amazing before i let you go i wanted to know one lesson you've learned you know um, especially being in the field of consulting for um these big companies and then getting to build a product to help these big companies expand into like different other markets um what are lessons you say you've learned so far that you would like to pass on to other founders who are thinking of building products in this market mm. um the lesson that i've learned um mainly when it comes to entrepreneurship um entrepreneurship should be something that um if you're skeptical will this work out or not um i don't think you should actually really really uh, go ahead and push it because you are met with a lot of challenges things that you know uh make you think about why am i here why am i doing this on a daily basis yeah but if a person hasn't yet established that you know what i want to be an entrepreneur i want to make this work i'm going to make go out there and meet you know be faced with all the challenges i think it's about to uh person because sometimes you know i have friends that uh you are in between you know you want to stay in the corporate world while you are also being an entrepreneur i'm not saying it doesn't work what i'm trying to say is that it's all about you know making a, a that that decision like you know what i'm going to i've seen a need and you justify this need and also um uh the other thing is what what is the reason why uh, anyone should set up a company it shouldn't be because they want to get to get money like money shouldn't be be the end of it all it should be a, a means to a bigger goal to a bigger thing because right now we want to what Russ is trying to where we are trying to build um an enriched database whereby um both local companies international companies can fully operate in these markets without being blind because right now it's hard to to enter into a new market unless when you have about mi- so many millions of dollars to burn on just product testing so you have to get a product go out in the market spend like one year two years promoting the product that is all millions of dollars gone the market doesn't respond to it go back uh make another product come back burn a couple of more millions so it's very expensive right now to enter to a new market so I want to make it as seamless as possible as you know as um, as fast as possible without so much complexity in terms of developing yeah yeah that makes sense um on this note i'd like to thank you so much eric this has been a very insightful conversation and we've learned a lot about how razi is really helping a lot of big organizations kind of get ground data from markets all across africa and even now moving into india and so if you're listening to us um and you know you want to expand into an african market you're listening to us from the us from uk from anywhere check out razi.com today it is r w a z i.com
and you would get every single thing you need to get started and for everyone else that's listening make sure to subscribe make sure to follow us on twitter at startup couches and until next time see ya